Mike's Daily Podcast. Two Mike's Daily Podcasts here at Cafe Anyway, somewhere in Podcastro Valley 10. Mike's Daily Podcast. The last place on earth here in Ameritopica. It's FF episode 2767, 2767. And my name is not Kevin, but it is the day that we're talking about stuff like things that are happening in our world. And then we go. That's rough stuff. Mike's Daily Podcast. And let's just say you were like, hey, I'm going to put my favorite sports team up on my wall. Mike's And celebrate them. Daily. And watch TV. Podcast. All day on the weekend, all day. Yeah. Supporting them. Well, check this out. 23% of women say... Sports decor in a man's home gives them the ick. That according to Redecor. On top of that, when responding to an open-ended question on home interior deal breakers, multiple women said sports memorabilia was a turn off. Agree, they agree it gives them man cave and bachelor pad vibes. Bachelor. Are you a bachelor? Other highlights from the survey included that 75% would literally leave their partner over dirty towels. <laughs> and what I found out is even if you wash towels and you put them away and they get that smell that they get when they're sitting in a cupboard or in a closet for a while, they don't like that either, I found. It's not a good thing. A little less than half get the ick when someone they're dating doesn't own a bed frame. Oh, it's just a bed in the middle of the floor. Doesn't, uh, it's not held up by anything. It's just there. 30%, so not as many, they are done with club lighting. That means lava lamps, neon signs, and LED strip lights. And here's today's podcast picture. Woo, those are so fancy. The podcast picture is not of LED strip lights, but in fact, of the beautiful Albany Bulb. Albany Bulb. Albany is this little town that's very close to Berkeley, right next to Richmond. And there's a little section of it that has a, that juts out. And there's like, it looks like a bulb. A little island, a peninsula with a pronounced, um, Yes, the bulb itself, according to Google Maps, is the connection between... Oh, the late great Basil the Boxer and I went there years ago. Although we didn't go completely through, past the bulb to the bulb itself. If that's a bulb, hey bulb, enough of my... Also, I guess what they call the connection between the land and the little island, but since it's connected, thus it is a peninsula... They call that the bulb. And Albany bulb is the big area that you can walk around and get some amazing views and see that picture at mikesdailypodcast.com of the great views with San Francisco in the background. This picture taken th- three years ago as we are approaching my lovely lady friend's birthday, getting ready for that. Yo, the mic tip. Interviewing cleaners. Yes, cleaners, because we need to do a deep, deep clean with my house. It has not been clean since I bought the house over 
14 years ago So yes We are in the process of doing that Because my cousin is visiting from Germany The lady that you hear at the beginning go Mike's Daily Podcast Anki She's visiting with her boyfriend Just for like two nights But we want the house to look nice And plus it hasn't ever had this deep cleaning So we're interviewing people Very interesting people stopping by the house I have to say And they all have some interesting tidbits One of them was telling us how Well you know Your kitchen is connected to your living room Yeah Well that creates some issues Because if you're cooking with oil For example And who doesn't love cooking with oil Although you should not cook Try and limit cooking with coconut oil It's bad for your arteries Olive oil Canola oil Vegetable oil Go through your artery They're a little bit better for you Still best to try and avoid oils altogether But still <laughs> Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah There are some health benefits to olive oil I don't quite remember at the moment But yes What happens when you're cooking that The oil Becomes airborne It becomes part of the moisture That is uh, And the steam That's lifting off And that hits All around your Kitchen And it mixes with the dust And creates this film And you've tried to get rid of it I know It's like impossible I have tried Warm towels With soap And water Like hot hot water That can remove some of it But then you don't want to get some things wet wet. Uh, but I guess there are chemicals That will help with that And leave your comments in the notes In the comments below In the comments of blah blah Just getting really sick Of podcasters in general I don't think people should brag That they have a podcast I know I have Mike's Daily Podcast Do I brag about it? No The News Bleed Section They don't understand the fact that most podcasts sound terrible And I've been in radio for over 45 years And I will tell you that there. Wait, is that right? That may not be right Over 40 years, there we go (laughs) Jumping the gun there a bit But yes, we used to have this thing When we would make a comment about how bad a radio station sound We'd go, oh gosh, they sound so college radio And that's the thing about podcasts Most podcasts are Complete hate More power to them for trying But they're amateurs They have no idea what they're doing They don't put their mouth anywhere near the microphone They're all concerned about how they look Because it's all Involved with the camera And for some reason The masses don't really care That the sound is terrible My lovely lady friend watches these videos and oh the, the camera looks great You can see clearly everything Let's say you know because she watches these fashion videos Oh wow the, the clothes look great And usually it's some young person That looks great on the camera anyway Because they're young Might rip someone a new one But you know, there, there's that First off there's the thing where Hey young people guess what you get old I was young once too And I'm old I'm not going to say I'm old old But I, I'm on my way and then there's the whole thing of People just they, they don't understand that the sound needs to sound good But it, psh, I guess people don't care I don't think they really Give a rat's patoot But I will tell you that almost half of people Half of women anyway Cannot stand to see holes In 
their partner's comforter as we go outside a cafe anyway where we bring you Mike's Daily Podcast somewhere in Podcastro Valley to the last place on earth here in Ameritopica. And I meant to be to bring you more Topicas last week and something happened whenever work gets so to the point that yours truly needs to do a lot of extra work in the background it's very difficult for me to be in the foreground aka in front of the microphone talking to you and creating this show for you but there's that last week was whoo so busy technical issues and then just a lot of work that's intensive and i came home and said no no podcast not gonna do one and then i had to talk myself back into doing the podcast so because you don't do it because you never respond to anything and that's fine you don't call the phone number that i give at the end of the show you never comment below you never email that's all right you want to be there in the wings not saying anything, just being a quiet observer. And that's fine. Doing your voyeur thing. But almost 30% said that they had their partner get rid of an old underwear before moving in. Really? Mike's absolutely useless review. They didn't know on their own to get rid of the old underwear? Wow, guys. What's that say about us? Okay, well that came from Alyssa Over there at 5WPR.com Fascinating stuff And speaking of the Super Bowl There was all this talk earlier in the week That Taylor Swift wouldn't be able to make it Because she was going to be in Tokyo Well, she made a mad dash to Vegas In time for the Super Bowl Her private jet landed in at LAX Yours truly will be there At LAX In a couple weeks MTV News You hear it First Matthews News She flew to LA Straight on the heels Of four concerts In Tokyo As part of her Eras tour Because they love her In Tokyo too They love her everywhere First of all I just want to Just um, thank everyone For joining us here On this show This is great For your entertainment The one the only Mike Matthews News Random What's the cliche of the week? 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 And then there was talk about them getting the Bay Area's very own A's, but that is looking less and less Possible because the mayor doesn't want to build a new stadium for them on the strip. Ever since the Chiefs secured their Super Bowl berth, what's the cliche of the week? 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 The big question has been whether Swift was going to be able to make it from Japan to Vegas. Pretty interesting. Adele jokingly called out Jason during, speaking of Vegas, her Vegas concert that she did recently. She took part in a hilarious interaction with the Philadelphia Eagles Center as he attended her residency show 
This was on Friday night with his wife Kylie Kelsey As she called out to fans Of the Kansas Chiefs of San Francisco 49ers Who took each of their turns cheering Kelsey couldn't help throw out his own team's name And they're yelling out Cheers for the Eagles And yes uh, Travis Kelsey and Jason Kelsey Oh, Adele asked the audience before jokingly telling Kelsey, you sound drunk and like you're a football fan. Uh, Kelsey was spotted singing Adele, Someone Like You, with the rest of the audience. Uh, He and his little brother, Travis, of course, were in Vegas for the Super Bowl. What fun. All these pop singers and football stars. That really wasn't a thing. It always seemed like pop music was so distanced from Super Bowl, except for that, what was that Super Bowl shuffle that happened eons ago? But now it's all merged together, thanks to the women of pop and meeting their, uh, the football fans that, hey, love, they love music. Get that interesting thing. And I know there's probably a bunch of football stars that have married pop singers, and I can't think of any at the time, moment, but there. That's that James Carville He looked like an alien Decades ago Now he looks like a Wow Kind of a If somebody made a puppet Of an alien He kind of looks like that But Democrat Strategist James Carville Said that Biden Not sitting for an interview Before the Super Bowl Is a sign Of his administration Having little confidence in him You know what kind of week Biden had Uh, Because of the special counsel Looking into the matters of Hey why did you have All these documents hidden in your garage You shouldn't have had Similar to how Trump had A bunch of documents at Mar-a-Lago And then they asked him some questions And he didn't remember stuff So the counsel decided to uh, uh, Go forth And add a little bit Embellish a little bit And say some extra info that probably didn't need to be in there. And Democrats are fuming. Why did you have to point out the obvious? He doesn't have the best memory. Because, oh, he's over 80. And when you get to over 80, you try and have a good memory. But yes, it pointed out more fuel to the fire for people who don't want him to be president. Just as there's always more fuel to the fire to why people don't want Trump to be president because of all the constant legal stuff that he's going through. Oh, but that's a witch hunt. Well, it's interesting. (laughs) You know how Trump talked, constantly talks about how the election was rigged four years ago. Nikki Haley, she said that one of the recent primaries was rigged. That's why she lost. Um, wow. How does that sound to the Trump apologists seeing Nikki Haley taking their little strategy? Just call everything shenanigans. Just call everything doesn't, it's, it's uh, false. And not, if anything goes against you, it's because it was rigged. This will be the second year in a row that Biden has not sat for an interview before the big game. His decision not to participate comes as he's being faced, uh, he's facing bad press in the wake of the release of the special counsel report on his handling of classified documents. The report from special counsel Robert Herr 
that came out last week concluded uh, no charges should be brought against the president, but it noted that Biden had problems with memory and recall. And the whole elderly man with poor memory, but he's sympathetic and well-meaning and all that stuff. The Micropedia Insanica. It would be difficult to convict a jury, convince a jury that they should convict him by then a former president well into his 80s of a serious felony that requires a mental state of willfulness. So Robert K. Her, the case stands for Kyung. This is the special counsel. He is an American lawyer. He was the United States Attorney for the District of Maryland from 2018 to 2021. He previously served as Principal Associate Deputy Attorney General with the U.S. Department of Justice. And he is uh, younger than me. He is 51. So what does this all mean about him, about that interesting point that Kamala Harris brought up that, well, for one thing, he is part of the Republican Party, according to Wikipedia. And that how anybody who is now doing any kind of Indictments or legally going through whatever any Democrat is doing, they've got so much Republican fuel behind them because Republicans have been yelling for years about Merrick Garland and about, oh, how they're doing a slanted searching. They're, um, it's, it's skewed. It's leaning left. Everything that's going on with the FBI, the DOJ, etc., so now people are overcompensating by just saying things like, hey, <laughs> this guy, this guy's got, uh, he's, a, he's an old man. He probably shouldn't be president. Well, he didn't say that exactly, but it was defi- definitely in there. That was brought up with the Democrat side of things, as you probably heard. However, it was last year a year ago, that Attorney General Merrick Garland appointed her to oversee the United States Department of Justice's investigation into President Joe Biden's alleged mishandling of classified documents. So, there you go. Merrick Garland put him in there. Wine. Well, I like it. The whiny white man wine list. So, he is married to Kara Brewer, who is an attorney. They've been married since 2004. They met in D.C. on the subway. And her has made small donations to the campaigns of at least three Republican political candidates, all of whom are considered moderate. And he is well-respected by both Republicans and Democrats, probably less by Democrats now. This according to NBC News and the Washington Post. So that is Robert Herr. Who caused the stir That happened last week Outside a cafe anyway Somewhere in Podcastro Valley The last place on earth Wow It's so great to be out here And it's not pouring down rain Look who's here Hello McMath He's a yelling QR Get just supervisor I have special snow gloves Just in time for Valentine's Day Excellent I see Look they're shaped like little hearts 
And when you shake them, oh, there's little bits of little, are those little tiny heart confetti things? Yes, Mike Matthews, they are. Aren't they beautiful, Mike Matthews? Beautiful indeed. We all need a good snow globe now these days to cheer us up. What in, what in the world is that about? With our crazy world. We need a comforter in the shape of a Valentine's Day snow globe. That's not a snow globe, but it's like a heart globe, I guess. Look who else is here. Oh, Mike, this is Floyd the Foreman. And this is John Deere, the engineer. Mike, we hear you need cleaning with your house. And Yeah, you need to clean it up. Now I'm a Floyd man, and I, I can help out because I'm Floyd the Foreman. You're a Floyd man? Yeah, I'm for Floyd the Foreman. And I'm great with floors. I have hardwood floors. That's great. Wow, he's happy to hear about that. Okay. You know what? We need to go back in time. Because the, these times are weird. As you've heard me say things that, you know, you're talking, you know, little things, you know. Ah, podcasters. They love to use their little crutch words. Like, you know. Or they will say things like, sort of, kind of. Maybe And they don't say that They don't definitively say They're not very definitive Is what I've noticed Perhaps they should use some AI Oh So you know Bing had its generative uh, AI thing now What is it called? They changed the name It's got this Cool Oh It'll come to me in a sec They've given it a They've given it a name And you know Google gave their AI a name. They called it Bard. But Bard didn't really take off. So now they renamed it. And it is now called Gemini. And I got an email from them saying that. Let's see. Oh, Copilot. I guess Bing calls it Copilot. All right. Very good. Uh, then. This branding update does not change your activity and extension settings. Google went to tell me about Gemini. Uh, and let's see. The data updated uh, the availability of Gemini as a mobile app. I guess it's going to be coming out soon. So that is now changing. I, I don't know that many people that use Bard. I think you have to be deep in the tech world to be privy to that and to use that when you open Bing it does the co-pilot thing it opens up all that chat GBT stuff so you're instantly immersed in it but Google has pushed it off to the side slightly Mike scavenger hunt okay so we're going back in time yours truly as I have mentioned I've been in radio in a long long time I've been let's, let's go, go back, back with, with Matthews. Matthews and what I have done is found old cassettes of when I was first starting out and seeing, oh, is this a thing I want to do? So in 1986, I really threw myself into it after graduating from high school. And I made uh, what they call an air check. Even though this was not on the air, it was the DJ. He said, Mike, here's some records. Go in the room, the production room, the studio there and create an air check as if you were actually on the air. So this was my first attempt 
1987 Yes, something like What? How many years? Some Is that like 37 years ago? Something like that Oh It is And here's a little song about it It was a long time ago 1987 And here we go This is from 1987 and a station called 197 and me trying to be a DJ for the first time. I, I said I want to be a DJ and that's what I'm saying to you is when you want to be something that you've always dreamt about, the first step is to say that you are that. I am a pop star. I am a fireman. I am a, a, a tap dancer. And you just do it. And here is an example of of me just trying to do it in 1987 when I was all of 19, 18 or 19 years old. Here we go. With a better mix of music, we're Y97. Tomorrow at 12 noon, get ready for the Rock and Roll Cafe featuring the music of Steve Winwood. That's 12 o'clock tomorrow and you're Y97. I had a little difficulty with the microphone. <laughs> I think I, and I've always, that's not a good thing in radio. It's very easy when you are recording yourself. Some people always record too low. I've always believed, believed the louder, the maybe because I'm a punk rocker deep in my heart, but I believed the louder, the better. Turn it up to uh, 11 if you can. So in the process of doing that, it sounded a little bit rock and roll, a little punk rocky there, even though I was playing I Want Her by Keith Sweat. Oh, see, I did it again. Oops. Britney Spears. Everybody has a podcast. Non-stop music, Y97 and Mike Matthews. It's Sunday night at 8 p.m. Get ready for Hitline USA. We'll put you directly in touch with the Pointer Sisters just by calling 1-800-53-Pepsi. It's brought to you by Beach Rentals at 8 West Cabrillo Boulevard and Gold Coast Cycles at 829 Santa Barbara Street. That's Hitline USA, Sunday night on your Y97. Ah, Herb Albert and uh, Janet Jackson. Oh, my gosh. The bottom of the chart. Pretty good songs that never made it on the radio because people didn't think they were worth. But you know what? They come back up and people start playing them, and it's like, oh, where'd that come from? Late eighty. Oh, that's breathe. Nineteen eighty-nine. Wow. I love breathe. Didn't you? Does anyone remember them? KHTY Y ninety seven and Mike Matthews, the late night substitute DJ, sitting in for the greatest. DJ in the world, Alan Hill. Beg your pardon? Okay, 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 Dynamite. You're, you're a good DJ, too. Off the set. In any case, it's a 60-minute power play with Wang Chung. Alan Hill, he ended up getting into the post office industry, the USPS sorting mail, and he did that. I think he's probably retired by now. But he would always keep an eye. If he saw a name of a DJ that he knew, he'd go, oh. And he would write down. We don't know this for sure. I remember talking to other people about this. But we were like, I think he's writing down their addresses. <laughs> Just maybe keeping a book somewhere. Of, oh, Mike lives here. And that other guy, Dynamite, 
His name was Dynamite Darren Stone. I don't know what happened to him, but he was the program director for the radio station. And yes, that was some Wang Chung. Everybody talks about dance hall days and everybody have fun tonight. Everybody Wang Chung tonight, but they forget about let's go, baby. Let's go, baby. Come on. Baloney. And you know, what is it that if you're in the sports world, you say go and then your team, everybody does it. Go Niners. That's just a thing that sports people do. That's so absolutely uncreative. I wish we would come up with some other way of showing our love for our teams instead of just saying, go. KHGY, Y97, that's Con Can and I beg your pardon, a song that is just getting really, really popular across the country. Hello, my name is Mike Matthews. This is the weather. It's going to be mostly sunny today with a high of 70 and a low of 45. Currently in Santa Barbara, it's 46 degrees with Def Leppard. Armageddon it. Y97. So in that time frame, I was a student. I was working my butt off and I probably had a cold at the same time and I'm doing an overnight shift from midnight to six in the morning. So that's how you sound with, oh, that's right. And Dynamite did seven to midnight. So he was just there afterwards and then leaving. Okay, one more from that era. And there's some Def Leppard there. And Con Can, I don't think anything became of them, but they were on the same label as Information Society that had, tell me what's on your mind. And they were getting big because that label was doing really well at the time. And they were riding on the coattails of Information Society success at that time. Seven Paula Abdul straight up wrapping up a 60-minute power play on Y97 KHDY. Good morning. My name is Mike Matthews sitting in for Allen Hill. And I'm sitting in for Allen Hill, and it's so much fun. The St. Francis Hospital's Pro Celebrity Golf Tournament is coming on Monday, January 23rd at the Community Golf Course in Santa Barbara. Uh, meet the stars and enter a putting contest for prizes. For ticket information, call St. Francis Hospital at 962-7661. That number again, 962-7661. Kicking off another 60-minute power play in just a second on 197. Raising a child. In Santa Barbara. Then a few years later, in 1993, I was at a station not playing the top 40, but playing the stuff that was top 40 back back years back. It was a classic rock oldies station when that kind of format was just getting to be popular. Of the the boomers were like, hey, where's some of the music that we grew up with? So this was called the Bus 96.7. <laughs> Simon there. Some cool music we used to play on that station. And then more than all these of us, 96.7, Mike Matthews with you on a Sunday evening. Tomorrow night, something very special is going on at the Universal Amphitheater. It's a special tribute to Jeff Percaro, who was the drummer for the band Toto. Uh, he died earlier this year, some freak accident. Uh, a lot of people are going to be tributing him, including Don Henley, Donald Fagan, Boz Skaggs, a lot more. Here is Toto. Aww. 
He was a great drummer. Wilshire TV and Stereo West in Thousand Oaks is proud to be the exclusive independent dealer in the Caneo Valley for the first series of television and video components that put technology into the right hands. <laughs> okay. And then there's me doing a commercial for a television store. Do they still have those? And then finally, we jump from 93 to 2003, and I was on this country station called K-Hey, and we had this show called the Santa Fe Cafe, and it was pretty crazy and fun, and we get requests. And it was also a nighttime show. Lots of radio in the nighttime, yours truly did. And here's a little bit of that. More distinctive style. Blake Shelton with the baby. Ahead of that, Reva, I'm a survivor. We got Mimi in Montana. Marie Osmond Dan Seals by request. We still have Ross and Kim. Hey, guys. Hey there. It's 100.7 KJY where John and Charlie wake up every work day. And, oh, John Deere, the engineer, wanted to say something. To tell you, Ross, not to be so sad about friends going off the air. Oh. Because at least PBS is still on the air and you can watch all kinds of educational things. That's how I became an engineer. Oh, yeah. That's it. And see, he, he that explains it all. He's so smart. He intimidates me, Ross. Oh, when yeah. he comes in the room, he intimidates the heck out of me. Poor Especially when he wears that, that huge big bird outfit that he... Ow! <laughs> I love that on the PBS. Ouch. Ow. Hold on. Don't hit the sack yet. Welcome to the KH Santa Fe Cafe. More in moments on KHAY. Jack is up. The wheels are in motion. And ah. the sale starts now. That is interesting. I worked for a KHAY and a KHTY in my career though decades apart and there's some early John Deere the engineer there as friends was going off the air aw too bad okay hey that punching sound effect is going to work right now as we are going to use it for the segment uh, the Mike Matthews New Tunes feud yes here are three songs that were sent to me at my email mikesdailypodcast at gmail.com the first one is someone I have actually seen in concert I didn't mean to see her in concert. Well, the second time I did, but the first time I was uh, just uh, happily, it was uh, accidentally watched her as she was the opening act for a band that I had interviewed and gave me free tickets to their show. They were a band called the Manitoba, Wilderness of Manitoba or something like that. And they're on my website, mikesdailypodcast.com, somewhere in the interviews section if you find them. But she was the opening act for them. And then we went and saw her. I, my then wife and I went and saw her again because we liked her music. And I got to meet her very briefly. She said two words to me. And I think I bought a poster. And that was kind of a meet your heroes and not be so impressed. But she sent me an email, partly because I'm on her mailing list. But she said, oh, I guess she was on The Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon last week. But she has a song called Weird Faith. It is now everyone's and not just mine. It's out. It's just so many feelings at the same time. There's a lot of crazy astrology. So much talk about the new moon and who I am and who I want to be and what I'm talking, what I'm taking with me and what I'm shedding and leaving behind in the dust. Let's hear a little bit of her new song. 
That is called Same Risk. That is off of a new album that she is putting out. This is out. a metabolism killer. Oh, no. This is a metabolism killer. Why? Gosh. Dr. Drew is the worst shill of all time. Don't trust a thing that guy says. That's Maddie Diaz and Same Risk. And I feel mean for me. Okay. The next one we have song number two is from Maggie Rogers she actually got pretty popular she had about four songs that made it into the top ten on the adult alternative chart uh, album adult alternative chart or the triple A as they used to call it it says Grammy Award nominated songwriter producer performer Maggie Rogers going to release Don't Forget Her her third studio album and here is a song from it that is called Don't Forget Me. So close the door, change the channel, give me something I can handle. I got love, but someone is nice to me. There you go. Maggie Rogers and Don't Forget Me. And the last song sent to me, and these people actually, they... I think they said, hey, Mike. Yeah, they actually wrote, hey, Mike, to me in my in this email to me. I've overdone it with LSD on a handful of occasions, and the results have been terrifying. What sort of person drops acid and goes to out to a club where so much could go wrong? I asked myself that question. As I wrote this song, Acid on the Dance Floor, this is the band known as uh, Acid Tongue. Guy Keltner and here is a little bit of that song for you now and for some reason it did not play when I wanted it to here it goes Acid on the Dance Floor by Acid Tongue all right, there you go. Which one did you like best? Did you like Maddie Diaz, Maggie Rogers, or Acid on the Dance Floor? Let me know. You can call me at this number. Call Mike at the Cafe Anyway Hotline. Area code 510-228-4640. Will you shut up? Liberty Nation Freedom Foam for All. And with more ways to reach me, here is A-Frame. Mike's Daily Podcast is written and produced and performed by Mike Matthews. His podcast is super easy to find. Download or listen to his show and read his blog at mikesdailypodcast.com. Email Mike now at mikesdailypodcast at gmail.com. See you tomorrow. Bye.